am Jen. I'm from Santa Barbara. Can you guys all hear me? Yeah? Okay, great. Okay, so my sobriety date is August 18th, 1995. Um, I just celebrated 25 years. Um, I drank and used for nine years. I got sober at 23 years old in Santa Barbara, where I currently live. Um, what happened to me was I picked up alcohol at age 15 and that was to check out completely just get out of the way I was feeling. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. And it was just, I took it to the impitiful and comprehensible demoralization place where I couldn't live with it and I couldn't live without it. I remember having, um, you know, a few blackouts, drinking and driving. I had consequences, but yet I kept thinking I could manage it. I knew I was an alcoholic from the very beginning because I liked the effect produced by. Um, I had a DUI when I was uh, 19 years old and I went and got a court card signed and I immediately went out and got drunk. Um, I remember like stealing from my parents. I would take their credit card and buy all my friends gas on their cars. And, um, and I just remember like wanting to be like a goody two shoes on the outside, but then I would sneak out at night and like look for any door and just like leave. I would wait till my parents went to sleep and always hung out with the wild bad boys. Um, and then the girls that could party as hard as I could. Um, I barely got through high school <laughs> and yeah, and I was an artist, um, always a little wacky and crazy. Um, and basically I decided to move to San Francisco after high school. I met a trust fund kid, a very wealthy East coast boy. And I thought, wow, this is great. Cause I don't have a car and he had a car. So we moved up to San Francisco and I went to skincare school. I became an esthetician and he went to the culinary academy to be a chef. And we lived together for four years and it was very violent. And I would wait till he went to sleep and I would sneak out again um, while he was sleeping. And I would just go to raves and do Coke and ecstasy and party in San Francisco. And, um, and then he broke up with me and I hit my bottom and I just went immediately, instead of sneaking out, I'm like, okay, I can just go out and do whatever I want. So I would just like go out and get Coke and I would just buy $20 worth. And I would go over the Bay Bridge, buy $20 worth, drive back to San Francisco, do it, drive back. It was like this mental thing. And I was totally into the mental, just wacko. I was just into the control, the mind thing. And um, I would do that. I was driving over the bridge. My dealer finally just said, why don't you just buy an eight ball? And um, I was like, no, 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 that's just too much. <laughs> I, was probably, I was probably doing way more than an eight ball, just buying $20 at a time. But anyway, so bottom line is, is um, I needed a roommate. I asked my best friend who I also worked with um, to be my roommate and he was HIV positive, gay, hairdresser. We lived together, worked together. It just was out of control. I'm doing art in one room and he's having orgy trains in the next and we are working together and living together and it just was crazy. Um, so 
I decided I would move to Hawaii and live off the land. That's a great idea because it's the city and this roommate that's messing me up. So I put all my stuff in storage in Oakland. I bought the whole REI catalog, sun shower, tent, everything. And um, I'm getting ready to go live off the land. And I gave notice at my job. I came to Santa Barbara to say goodbye to my family. And um, I put the laundry in the laundry mat on Milpa Street. And I looked over across the street and there's this raging party going on. And I thought, ooh, I bet I know people from high school there. I'll just go and have one drink. And that one drink, the phenomenon of craving just kicked right in. And I could not handle the beast, the monster addict, you know, after one beer. It just was like, boom, to the races. I needed what I needed. And I was, I was looking for Coke like all night long. And um, this guy was like, oh, come with me, chica, you know? And I was like, great, let's go, you know? And we were driving around all hours of the night looking for it. And I came creeping into my parents' house, just like, just like that scuzz on the bottom of a shoe. And it was just like another night of like a pitiful and comprehensible demoralization. What have I done to myself? And um, I came out to my family and I just, I basically had a moment of clarity. And that's what happened to me as I had that white light experience. I was laying there, my mom came in and she's like, what is happening to my little girl? And I was like, I killed her. And I, at that moment, my mom slammed the door and she says, you've been dead to us for a long time. And she slammed the door and, um, and I just had a moment where I just thought like, if I keep living this way, what's gonna happen? And um, I thought it through. I thought it through for the very first time, the tra trajectory of really just learning to think it through. I saw the timeline of my life. If I keep living this way, I, there's going to be prostitution, jail, needles. I mean, the lower companions were already piling up. And bottom line is I came out and I asked for help. Um, at that point, it, it just is so hard to tell it in 10 minutes, but basically bottom line is I started going to AA because it's free. I didn't want to pay for a $30,000 big book. I'm like, AA is free. I'm not going to spend my money. I'm going to try AA first. And AA has really worked for me. I got a sponsor. I started working the 12 steps. I got three commitments a week. I started working this thing just the way I used and that's just it. I am hungry for this thing like I was for the drug and the alcohol. So, and I try to maintain that in my life today. I try to stay hungry for meetings, hungry for helping the newcomer. Um, and then just remembering that this has given me my life. AA, this is number one. I just found out my son has COVID um, about 30 minutes ago and my husband has it. And I'm just like, okay, but I gotta do my meeting. So I'm really happy to be here. Um, you know, this is giving me my life. I'm grateful to be sober. And um, I'm glad that I have friends along the way that just remind me like when I get crazy, like Jimmy, that, um, that you know, that, you know, we're all crazy. <laughs> like, it's okay. You know, we're not perfect and we're not a glum lot. You know, we have fun here. Because if we didn't have fun here, I certainly wouldn't be sober today. And that's the truth. Like, I love AA and being sober. So anyway, thank you for having me. And um, I just hope you guys are hanging in there with all this. And um, that's it. Thank you.